Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Together at last. At last. Together forever. Forever. I don't need sunshine, sunshine when you turn my clouds to blue. I don't, I don't need anything but you. It's been too long since we've been in the same room. Yeah, podcasting. So you might hopefully notice by the quality. Hopefully it's better. <laughs> it's probably no better. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna have no content for this episode. One, because we just ate out and I'm feeling nice and full. And I'm you are literally laying on my floor. What is is it prostrate? Is I that, think prostrate looks a little differently. Isn't that like on your face? Yeah, this? I think so. Oh plank you are, is prostrate. You're just on your back. I'm on my side. Oh, I'm propped up on a bow. Like a model. Like a model. Yeah. One leg up, one elbow down. Which we have decided years ago that us laying down and podcasting is not a good thing. Oh, that's true. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how it goes. But I think I'm going to get no good content because I'm too distracted looking into your baby browns. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of poop <laughs> with babies. <laughs> I'm going to get too distracted looking into your poop babies for this whole episode. I think I think it's the sweatshirt that's doing you in today. <laughs> you're wearing, let me describe the sweatshirt. You're wearing, uh, is it navy blue on the in the middle part? Don't know. And then the sleeves are, let's say, like a, a darker than sky blue. Yes. So a blue on blue, but different hued. Sleeves are different. Middle's different. And I said, you look like the best friend on a sitcom in that sweater. And I think that's a solid compliment. Like, I would love to receive a compliment like that. I did appreciate it. The word to describe you almost always, but especially in this sweatshirt, is cozy. (laughs) (laughs) That's very accurate. You are a cozy person. I am. (laughs) You would probably, like, not even... You would feel like you didn't know me. If you saw me in my work attire. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Are you are you a tie guy now at work? No, no, not that cat or not that formal. It's like business casual. Is that what it's called? Let me guess. You got your shirt tucked in. Yeah. It's probably a plaid. <laughs> what would you call that? Like a checkered style shirt? I have a few. And then you got your phone on your belt. <laughs> <laughs> not so much as phone on the belt. I did have my ID on the belt. For ID a while. On the, I think that's pretty natural. Yeah. I feel like ID on the pocket would be the nerd move. There's one guy who puts it like hooked <laughs> into his top button area and it hangs right here like a little tie. <laughs> <laughs> you should clip it onto your beard and just see if anybody says anything. <laughs> just do it for like a day. So should we acknowledge the extra voices that are in here yet? Yes, right? I think it's time. <laughs> I was I was waiting Five for minutes like a, in. I was waiting for a natural segue. It never occurred. One of them spoken already. It's your wife. My wife. My wife. Not your wife. My wife. Oh, your, your wife. 
but also to my left, your right, is my wife. Your wife. My wife. Your wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> We're in town for Christmas. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, say your name, where you're from, favorite food. My name's Emily. And if you listen to this podcast, you probably know me in person. <laughs> That's kind of hurts. Statistically, <laughs> well, that is true. Actually, statistically, we're the fifteen okay. podcast number fifteen podcast in Fiji. Just kidding. So For those good, of you in Fiji, there's a good argument that more people who don't know us listen to this than do. <laughs> true. And you are to my left. You're right. Your are we, wife. Are we doing like my wife. Names? Your like, wife. Yeah. We'll just say your name. My name is Allie. What's your Hi, last name? Hi, Allie. Should I hyphenate? If you must. No. My name is Allie Benter. Were you going to do like um, Allie Menken's Benter? <laughs> She's not a Menken. <laughs> I respect it though that you don't know my maiden name. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... No, you're fine. My last middle or my oh, Hold on. Is... No, let him guess. Oh, okay. I yeah. feel like I don't know. Go ahead and guess, <laughs> this, Johnny. No. You actually is... knew me before yeah. I was a Benter. Yes, I so like I really a, appreciate that you cherish like that a, time. I feel like a bad brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing because your sister is a Mankins. That that is correct. You she do know her last name. Also married though. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Um, mm. Ooh, I want to say Rodriguez, but that's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever gotten that guess. Um, wow. Oh, I, it's in my brain. As soon as it's you say, a famous last name, I already. Feel but like, not Rodriguez. Oh, I already feel like such a. Jerk. Um, There's a singer with the last name. Uh, Bolton. She just got freed recently. Just got free. Simpson? No. <laughs> <laughs> just got free. Oh, Lo- not Lachlan. Lachlan. No. What's her name? Lori I don't Lach- know. Lori Lachlan. She like oh. got her kid into college. No. Doctor- not one of her kids. No. A singer that just got freed. Hang on. I mean, metaphorically, I guess, Freed. More of, or kind of. You she could argue it multiple ways. Oh, Spears? Yeah. No way. That is my main name. I knew that. Uh, judging by head. the last five minutes, you did not <laughs> yeah, know that. That was a really long time. <laughs> and you also guessed Rodriguez, so I would like the record to show that you did not know Actually, name. though, I'd like to put it on the record that I really didn't know you before you were married to Pudge. Because oh, you, I was living out of state. You met me numerous times. Maybe five. I think five times is probably when, adequate. When did you move back in the state? Um, oh, no. He moved like three months back after we started dating. Because we started dating in October. You moved back in December because uh, we all went and saw a movie together. And I remember it. Oh, yeah. Because I popcorn off my shirt. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made a yeah, shirt a plate bowl. of popcorn. <laughs> I can't imagine the grease stain ever came out of that. It was black. Oh. So you don't go. ever notice it. But I need to meet a person at least seven or eight times before I remember their name. I'm still in his phone as Emily girlfriend. <laughs> Are you kidding? You get something that works and you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. If I were to change it now, she would text me and I have no I would have no <laughs> idea who it is. What am I in your phone as, Jordan? I actually I'm curious. Allie. Just Allie. No, no last name. No. Are there emojis around it or anything? Like heart emojis? No. What if you die and they need to call someone? Yeah. You're set as my emergency contact. Oh, well, that's good. Well, what if I die? Then do you have a second emergency contact in there? This is like a separate issue. If you're dead, that means I'm already dead (laughs) in this scenario. (laughs) That's really sweet, but I think you'd probably be okay. No. I mean, in this scenario. No, I'm saying 
I kicked the bucket. Yeah. And then something like is happening to you, said issue. And if I am your emergency contact, they're going to call and nobody's going to answer that phone. So you need a separate, a second emergency contact. I have like seven. I'll become the war- award of the state. <laughs> did I use that right? Well, I yeah, mean, yes, you did. When a fully grown man's spouse, wife dies, he becomes a ward of the state. That's that's fact. You, I think you go to your closest friends or closest relatives, not parents though, as no. as like an adoptive child. So, that's who would right. your closest relatives be? Not your parents. Closest in what ways? Either way. Which are? Uh, okay. <laughs> Publicly name your favorite relative. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing right like, now. Are you closest in geog- geography? Yeah, let's, say, let's say proximity. Who are you closest to? That are not my parents? That are not your parents, but it has to be a couple. It has to be a bylaw couple. <laughs> it would be my younger sister, Brooklyn. So you would become their ward of state. Would I become my nephew's brother? Yes, you would. <laughs> You'd, you'd be an uncle, brother. <laughs> you a, guys would only be uncle. 29 years apart. So that's. <laughs> oh, no. Did you say he would be a bruncle? A bruncle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a cereal to me. Bruncle. <laughs> it has broccoli in it. Or like some sort of like dermatitis issue. Ooh. I feel like what, it could go what either fungi? way. What's dermatitis? Is that a foot thing? Well, maybe I'm using, I'm trying like something in like the dermatology world. But it would be like a diagnosis. So dermatitis, uh, I think, is actually its own separate thing. Like that in and of itself might be a medical issue. We don't have to go down this rabbit trail. I'm just kind of thinking Dermatology is skin related? Yes. Oh, so it would be fungusy. I mean, I mean, it doesn't have to be. But it could be, yeah. Is there any sort of disease where your skin just like slops off your body randomly? Yes. Sure it's called necrosis. I'm so oh. impressed that you knew that off the top of your head. Yeah. Why like do you know that off the top connect? of your head? Well, I worked in, a, in the medical field for a year during my internship and I had a patient with necrosis. Oh, and it wow. it starts on your toes and your fingers usually and your skin just dies and also everything under your skin dies but like pretty everything much... you but the bone? No, it all... You have to have it amputated or it'll just keep going and sometimes even oh when you gosh. amputate it, it comes back on the places that you amputated. It's just necrosis. is like your body's dying. What causes it? How do I avoid it? Yeah, how do you avoid it? <laughs> You didn't know this was a medical podcast, but that's what happens. <laughs> Welcome. That's what happens when you have podcast. multiple people. When you have two guests, it becomes a medical podcast. Every <laughs> podcast that has two guests. Default medical. <laughs> Default medical. So how do you avoid necrosis? Probably shouldn't touch know. dead bodies. I think that. You, it's not well, contagious. Should one ever do that? This isn't necrophilia. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> But that would be a dead body, like necro. That's yes. when uh, means necro- dead. Necro. Okay. So, so necrosis. Dead. You catch it from dying. dead people. No. Yes. Yeah. No, you are dead. You are dying because you touched a dead person. You cannot catch death I don't from know. Ne- from an science dead seems body. out on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too new. <laughs> <laughs> We got to give it a few months, let the test results yes. come back. But yeah, I recently have touched a dead body. I had a, a, a funeral that I attended and just, you know, like patted the hand to you, say goodbye. I've never been able to do that. Really to touch. To touch. I didn't know that people did that. Touched? Some people kiss yeah. them. 
Yeah, I've seen like oh. I've seen some people kiss the forehead. Okay. I can't get too close to them because my eyes start playing tricks on and me. They move? And they look like they're breathing. Uh, yes, and it freaks me out. Uh, I have to run away. I always I wait for their they, head to turn. That's the sign of a really good coroner is when they look very asleep. Not dead, but asleep. That's whenever there were funerals at the church and like they would just have the body there. Uh, and like I had to go in the into the sanctuary mm. for something. It's just me in the, the body. The, yeah, that was like the same thing. I, I didn't want to look, but I also kind of wanted to look because <laughs> like I was certain like I'm gonna look and right at that time I'm gonna be like and just look at me. <laughs> you know? Did you ever talk to it? The body can't. I would sing to myself <laughs> to distract myself. <laughs> if I was alone in a room with a dead body, I would for sure be making conversation like. Heck of a day we're having, huh? What happens when it talks back? Hmm. Then I guess I'm a hero. Because <laughs> they would have buried it. That's very true. I keep saying it should be him or him, him or her or they, I guess. Then you go back to the days when they had the bells. Yeah. Did you know about that? Yes, I don't did like to think about, about it. I did. And you guys were, were like living out my nightmare. And they right would now. like see the claw marks on the... Okay, yeah. Jordan. Thing. I love you so much. I don't think I can t- continue this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Walk it alive. back. <laughs> Choose a new path. What would be... What would... Tell me if this is continuing too far down the same path. And it, yeah. I can say already, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like having him. I need to find the line. <laughs> What would be the modern day bell? Because that is antiquated. That's. I'm sorry. I cannot think about this. Okay. I'm not I even think kidding. that okay. the nowadays bell is the fact that they take out all your organs before they bury you. That's fair. Do they? Yes. yes. Mm. What if you're not an organ donor? What if it's they a They still take, the, take them out and fill you with embalming fluid. What if it's like a so, Friday and the coroner's like wanting to get home, got two more bodies to do and just kind of. Skips one. At the very least, they could take out the heart and leave the rest. Mm. Have you ever heard the podcast, My Funeral Home Stories? No. Jordan. You would not like it, <laughs> Allie. But I'll just briefly, I won't go into any detail. Okay. The kid, the guy who does the the podcast, he grew up, his parents owned a funeral home. Like my girl. I guess, yeah, like my girl, so I guess. describing the plot of my girl. Okay, um, you're saying. But... He started working there like in his teenage years. And so like he just has these crazy stories about different situations that they have to go on. But if you like that thing, My Funeral Home Stories, it's really cool. Nice. I will check that out. I like the True Crime true crime podcast. She likes them too. I don't know what it is about the, the morbid that attracts us. So Maybe it's just like... It's something that we're all going to have to face one day, mm. like death. And maybe that's why some people are just like obsessed with death. Yeah. But like the true crime stuff is more like like terror in the streets and like serial killer stuff. Yeah. I will say, I feel like there, I've heard there's been a lot of studies about it. And I think there's a couple things, not that people are like, my two cents, but I'm going to give it. Um, like it's super bombastic. I've been wanting to use that word for like five months. Nice. Um, word. So like, yeah, I mean, I think that attracts us. But the other thing is that, um, and I thought this was super interesting because we really want to prepare ourselves for like any possible situation. And like essentially by learning about all these scary situations, we can learn 
how to avoid them, even though that isn't actually rational. I think from what I've heard, that is the big picture rationale as to why people are almost like addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of the podcasts that I listen to that are not true crime podcasts, but are enjoy it or, or, you know, they're just talking about the research um, that comes up a lot. So I think that's interesting. Um, and it does make sense to me whether or not that's factual. That's the logic I've heard. Do you think it's kind of like a self-defense yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Of like, this is how I would prepare for... Yeah, like I think it might be like a biological response, sort of. Interesting. But I don't know if that's true, though. That's why I watch robbery videos on YouTube. Robbery <laughs> videos? Of yeah. people robbing places? Like mm-hmm. they're filming like, themselves rob someplace? No, like, like security. <laughs> they're store vlogging security it. Yeah. Hey, guys. Like, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do watch like different robberies or crimes that happen on security. It's like, what would I do if I was standing in the back there? Hmm. What would you do? Would would you do you think that if you were in the back like that, if you were in that situation, you would involve yourself in some way? Um honestly, probably not if I didn't have to. By that meaning, like if like I was threatened, she was threatened, or mm-hmm. someone was dying in front of me. If like they're just like taking money, just take the money. Just let it be. Yeah. Hmm. So what's the story with the pancake, Mike? Oh. I, yeah, I'm talking into a donut mic. The so it's a SM58, which you know that mic. If you know that mic, it has like the silver. It's like the classic microphone. Yeah, when, if of. you picture a microphone in your head, that is that microphone. Um, I saw a version of that mic that the top of the microphone, the silver top of it, was flat instead of round. So I thought, oh, I'll just unscrew it, which you can, and then I'll just step on it, and that'll flatten it. <laughs> But instead of flattening it, it like <laughs> concaved in on itself. <laughs> but now no one else in the world has a mic that looks like that. So I don't think anyone else in the world is wanting a mic that looks like this. <laughs> it's like a little cave for all your spittle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just wondering. But yeah, I did it like years ago. I think my dad watched me do it and I remember the look of disappointment <laughs> on his face. <laughs> I wanted more for you, son. That's what I'm picturing. I had such big hopes and dreams. <laughs> Here you are at 19 stepping on your microphone. I can also just picture you like in your own head from a distance. You're just like, this is going to be great. Step on it and then realize what happened. And just like the look of disappointment. But you're like, well, I'm going to go with it and just screw it back on. Now that I'm remembering this correctly, that was exactly it. It was, I knew what I wanted to do. I unscrewed it. I set it on the ground. And my dad said, what are you doing? And I said, I've seen mics that look like this. It's going to be cool. I stepped on it. Immediately it concaved and looked like garbage. (laughs) My dad just gave me this look of disappointment. And I had to play it up like, this is what I wanted. (laughs) Just to save face. So now I have a garbage microphone. (laughs) Collects all your mouth garbage. (laughs) Yes. I have a game we can play. Yeah, let's play a game. This is the best kind of game to play when you're really tired. (laughs) So this is going to be really good. I'm going to make Donnie go first so you can see how to do it. Pretty much, this is a game with no rules. It's the stupidest game ever. I'm going to ask you a question and you have to not think at all and just say the first thing that comes to your head and it doesn't have to make any sense at all. Okay. We'll call it rapid response. I'm rapid really response about the lack of rules. 
<laughs> I need structure. <laughs> and I'm like, not even kidding. <laughs> the, the only rule to this game is that you cannot stop and think about it. You just have to blurt something out. It's just like a one word thing? Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or a, a phrase. Okay. Or a phrase. It's just literally whatever comes into your head. Donnie, you want to give it a try? Yeah. Clear your brain? Yep. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Yep. Set? Yep. How do I fix my car? Uh, mechanics. What's another name for a chicken? F- food. <laughs> Whisper a compliment to me. You look hot. <laughs> Where is Stacy? Outside. Where does my dentist go for fun? Heaven. <laughs> Say something serious. Asparagus. Who am I? Uh, God. <laughs> Good job. The last one I think is a pav- or a. We could dive into that psychologically. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> I don't know why God popped into my head. <laughs> Maybe because you make me do things. I don't make you do that much. You like you are the one that's like, hey, we're doing this today. Hey, pay your taxes. <laughs> I'm not the one who tells you to pay your taxes. You're not the free will kind of God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's very anti-free will. I'm kidding. I love you. I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? Jordan. I will go next. Okay. Don't think at all. <laughs> <laughs> the hood is over the head. <laughs> okay. What makes the world go round? Earth. <laughs> who do I remind you of? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say footsteps in Italian? Riverderci. <laughs> Where is Olive Garden? Tuesday. If you were a rapper, what would your name be? Lil Kim. <laughs> How much longer until my hamster dies? Four hours. <laughs> what are the names of triplets? Doozies. <laughs> okay, good job. <laughs> that was it? Yep, that was it. There's only seven questions per person. Well done. You sweaty? I've been sweating for like the last 20 minutes, <laughs> but it's fine. It helps when you cover your eyes. Yes. Yeah, you, you want my hat? It's only, so. it's only hardly sweaty. <laughs> I think I'm good with just air, but thanks. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? No, but go ahead. You just have to blurt the first thing that comes to your brain. It's surprisingly harder than you think it is. I know. That's what I'm worried okay. about. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Why do pickles taste so good? Because of the brine. Why is the sun hot? It's, I don't know, it's hot. <laughs> Michael's coming. Where do we hide? Under the table. How do you say Milwaukee backwards? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. How do teachers relax? By being off in the summer. Say something to impress me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't do it. My mind literally goes blank from the pressure. Okay. And that's the story of my life. So That's fine. I have one more. What is not a curse word? Sugarfoot. Yay! Uh, that's sugar a good foot. one. Do we get to ask you ones? Yeah, I have some left. Would you like to read? Yes. I have to delete all the other questions so you don't read them. <laughs> okay. Your phone just did something. Okay. Okay. What if it's not a question? That's fine. Okay. Ready? Yes. Laugh without smiling. Ha 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 ha. What's the slogan for this podcast? 
Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Why do we love the butcher? Pigs. What noise does a leprechaun make? <laughs> Where do we go from here? Up. Why am I crying? Balloon flute away. <laughs> <laughs> Sing your favorite salad topping. Ranch dressing. Yum. That was really good. Thank you. Especially because most of those required musical ability, which you have, but I personally feel like that would be harder to do on the spot. You just got to let your brain fly. <laughs> Mine stays right on the ground. <laughs> do you guys ever watch Billy on the Street? I have not. It's just a dude that runs around and like, for a dollar, name a woman. It's the, um, what was his character name? Oh, he was in Parks and Rec. Craig. Craig. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering when you said Billy on, like, okay, yes. Yeah, that's him. But one of his most famous videos is like, he's just like, walking to random people for a dollar, name a woman. And this girl can't name a single woman. (laughs) 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 Name a woman! Her mind just like completely shuts down. She's like, uh, 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 I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> um, are you making any comparisons, Donnie? No, no comparisons. <laughs> it is funny how like being put on the spot yeah. on the simplest things will, it's like interview questions. Like I hate sitting through an interview. Yes. Because you never know what's going to happen or what they're going to ask. Well, if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be and why? Or, Have you been asked that in an interview? Yes. That's, that seems unprofessional. Allie, don't you interview people for a living? I do. Would you ever ask job. that question? No. And people really shouldn't ask that question because legally it's not relevant to the job. Um, huh. I mean, there are reasons why people can get away with asking. I've also been asked like, you got a wife and kids? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not supposed to ask that. No, you for sure should not ask that. Oh, because if you say yes, they could be like, they could not hire you because then you have like a familial commitment. And back to the same, it's not relevant to the job. I had uh, at a previous job, leave it at that. Um, they were talking about a potential uh, move for me into like a manager role. And he was like, oh, basically like talking through himself. And he's like, Chris, you're, you're pretty young. How old are you? And I, was, I told him, I didn't get the, like, it didn't happen, but I was telling Allie, I was like, well, like if I really wanted to, be like, well, they, it would be age discrimination. Yeah, true. Because they asked my age and they're not supposed to. Too personal. Next question. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but then I feel like if you do, if you, if you're in that situation where you're, where you're like, I don't have to legally answer that, there's no way you get the job then. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? What do you do, Alex? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do we do? I mean, if we're being like real. I mean, you probably shouldn't be working for that company. Mm. So you quit. That's that's a red flag for the company's part. Yeah. Because I mean, if they're asking that in the interview, like what are they using to make their decisions? Like Jordan mentioned, like when it comes to promotions or when it comes to just the way that they choose to do business. Um, But I mean, I agree that you could just be like, oh, you know, I'd prefer not to answer that, you know, as I feel like it isn't relevant to the position, but you know, I'm happy to answer any other questions you might have. I mean, you probably still aren't going to get the job, but. What you don't you can be very vague and maybe make something up. <laughs> What's the worst thing that's happened during an interview? Oh, dude, I was gonna ask the same question and I was gonna phrase it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had a lot of bad things happen during an interview. <laughs> like, and for reference, surprised. not necessarily like to you, it's you're interviewing someone. 
It's yeah. The, yeah, like most underprepared or um, sweatiest, highest. I have a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of bored. Um, and like, that's the reason they're looking for a job, which they teach their own if you're listening to this and you're looking for a job because you're bored. That's totally fine. <laughs> but for the jobs that I'm hiring for and the specific, you know, personalities, that's not necessarily that I'm looking for because with some exceptions, people who are looking for a job because they're bored aren't necessarily career-driven and I'm looking for people that are career-driven. Um, so, like, that is just frustrating. I don't know if that's terrible. I'm trying to think. We did anybody, have... Anybody fart during an interview? <laughs> are you talking about, I assume, in-person interviews or, like, yeah. was it loud enough on the phone interview that I could hear? <laughs> <laughs> Either one. I feel like did, that one's worse if it's coming up through the phone. <laughs> did anyone break wind? <laughs> um, yes, it has happened during an in-person interview. We've actually had a lot of stuff where, like, people will say something and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to keep a straight face. Oh, I thought of one. I thought of one. This wasn't necessarily, um, like, wow, this is a terrible person. It was more so just really funny. Um, I don't remember the, the context or how they even got on the topic, but I did have an interview um, where I think maybe I was asking about like a life-changing moment or something and it made sense in the context of the conversation. And he was talking about how his uncle got pushed on the stairs by this ghost and he went on for like a solid five minutes. And um, that's totally fine, but um, just I was kind of surprised. It was, wasn't the information I was expecting, um, but it was life-changing for him. So he <laughs> totally answered the question. Um, so good for him. But I remember just like... I mean, personally, I don't believe in ghosts, which that's my own personal decision. Uh, so that was like kind of unique to like, he was a hardcore, like he wasn't even like trying to be funny or memorable. Like he was genuinely just like being honest with me. Like, and this was a life-changing moment. What, so what, what I'm hearing is you didn't hire this man because he believed in ghosts. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> What's the follow-up question to that? Mostly I just move on. Anytime people tell me information that they either shouldn't tell me or I don't know what to do with, I just move on. How do you acknowledge it? Literally saying like, oh, okay. <laughs> I say, oh, okay, about 40 times in any given day. So if you hear that, that's bad. <laughs> well, not necessarily. Because I mean, there's plenty of people that I hire who maybe like overshare during an interview, but that isn't always going to be a concern. So I might say, oh, okay, when you tell me your age, but I'm not going to factor that into your decision which I'm not asking that in the first place. But when I say, tell me a little about yourself, most people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm 39. Um, I've been married for the past the five issue. years. <laughs> um, you know, I have two and a half kids. We're planning on having our third sometime next June. Um, <laughs> like that type of thing, which is totally fine. I do get, like I said, you're like, I don't know how to answer this question, but I would probably not talk about your marital status or where you live or how many kids you have or yeah, things like that. Have you ever had somebody come in and before they've even said anything, like as soon as they open the door, you're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have not had that happen. Um, but I did have people who were doing really well until the middle of the interview. I had one guy who, I'm not kidding, I asked him two questions and the interview lasted 45 minutes. Oh I thought I was going to lose my mind because I do my best to stop the interview at multiple points and he just kept going. And we are, um, I work at a company who, kind of prides themselves on like being kind and considerate to others. And I wanted to be polite. And like I said, there was literally no way for me to politely end the conversation. It just literally was not feasible. And I wasn't going to be rude to him because even if someone is not a good interview, they still, and we're not going to hire him, they still are interacting with the company. And so um, we want to make sure it's a good experience. So anyway, 
yeah, I sat through 45 minutes knowing I'm not going to hire this guy. I'm definitely not going to hire this guy. What if he did this to a customer and then I slowly lost my mind? I think this makes me more anxious going into interviews. Yeah, same. Like, what if I speak too long? Trust me, you're not going to speak for 45 minutes (laughs) straight. What if you don't speak enough? Mm. Too short. Too short. I don't think you can be too short if your answers make sense. You know, I recently, we hired another therapist at my hospital and I preferred the ones who had shorter answers because they just like made their point and stopped talking. Mm -hmm. But there are some that like try to sound really deep with their answers and then they just ramble for five or six minutes and you're like, I don't even remember the point you're trying to make here. Yep. Too much fluff. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of a rambler in interviews because I I want to be understood and I want to like make sure I'm understood. But my anxiety is like, you're not understood yet. Keep going. <laughs> I get that on such a real level, which is why I've been talking for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, people don't understand. I should throw another disclaimer out there. <laughs> so there's no hope for me in the future. Anywhere. <laughs> I'm too rambly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll try to cut it down, I guess, in the next interview I have. <laughs> We're at 36. Do we keep going for a little bit? This will be another. Is that a point? <laughs> Everybody just snap into your mics for me. <laughs> Do you actually this want to? This is a, uh, was it slam poetry? Oh, okay. Wind. <laughs> Rain. <laughs> okay. Slam poetry. Let's just go around. The, this is how we'll end the podcast. We'll each end the podcast on a slam poet. You don't want to? Pudge is shaking his head no. No, I'm just thinking about something else. Say it. I'll edit it out. Cody's poetry. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. We had big feelings. I've got good feelings. I've got good feelings. I like it. I'm trying to. Never mind. Nope. I'll move on. Okay, so we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> We've been just trying to figure out how to end this thing. We're going to end it each with a slam poem. And I guess Emily can go first because she just had a banger of a slam poem. Oh my goodness. I don't want to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Can, I think it would be more interesting if we collaborated on a slam poetry. Oh, and you oh, said a line yeah. and Wait. I said a line and he said a line. Follow we around a couple we're going word. Is word. it like slam poetry or like spoken word? Uh, spoken word or slam when it gets to you, you can. I can be nice. You can do whatever you want. Oh, do you know what? Do you? Think I'm slam, under the impression. Do you think slam poetry is it, mean? That's what I. Uh, maybe I'm misunderstanding what slam. Poetry oh, like is. slamming no. somebody? No, that's like a rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really wide, okay. We could also have a rap battle. <laughs> I am not interested in a rap battle. Slam, I don't even know what slam poetry okay, is, slam so I'm not prepared for that. Is like. You have to wear a beret. Yeah, it's like and it's, hide your face in the shadows. So, is very that, how is that different? It's from very pretentious. Word. You're so it is spoken <laughs> Do you word, have but one like of those drums. Oh, dang it! The <laughs> rhythm of slam poetry is like coffee, 
pot. Oh, okay. You are so hot. <laughs> I drink you too fast. <laughs> now I am hurt. <laughs> okay. I have gas. <laughs> now yeah, I have was, gas. Yeah, it was I set up. I didn't rhyme it, which is like the main thing of poetry. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to rhyme. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, uh, uh, uh. Okay. But you don't have to do that. If you're feeling slammy when it gets to you, <laughs> you can slam it. But yeah. So who's starting? I think you should start it off. Okay. Yeah. Um, coffee pot. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is unoriginal now. <laughs> it was fresh in my brain. Um, Ant eater tears. Down your cheek, dripping, dripping. Wet in your snout. You never know. Knew it could hurt this bad. Where did your love go? Oh, anteater, so. Away with all the ants. They march, they march. But they're strong <laughs> and mighty. <laughs> For it is a revolution. An antelution, one we've never seen. Building cities tall and hearts bold. An industrial revolution. It is here. And it is of ants, caused ant, caused by ants. Rain, rain comes to wash away. Inches feel like feet. For we are small. <laughs> but alas, we spot a crumb in the distance. From a cookie, chocolate, or sugar? By the hundreds, we march on to retrieve it. Hundreds become twos, for there are two left. But don't worry, because this is a happy ending. Anteater snout from the heavens about comes down, suck sucking. <laughs> and the two final ants ascend to the snout. Reunited. <laughs> With our brethren, our sistren, <laughs> and our motherin. <laughs> For this is a long awaited day. Oh, Anteater, proud and noble, thank you. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Oodle-la-la, oodle golly, what a day Oodle-la-la, oodle golly, what a day What a 
ride. That was horrible. <laughs> 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 At one point, like, I got snorted. I was like, do we go to drugs from here? <laughs> that is not how I saw the story ending. <laughs> I don't even remember how it started. Allie said a happy ending, <laughs> and then you made the ant eater come back. <laughs> but then Emily talked about them ascending, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember the beginning or the middle. I have no idea what happened in the middle, yeah. but I think it was just a lot of adjectives. There was a flood. <laughs> Yeah. A cookie crumb, a cookie crumb <laughs> that was sense. never retrieved. <laughs> it's a mass, mass casualty. <laughs> yeah. There were only two left. 